0: What's up, everybody? This is Adam Rake of NFL Fantasy Live. You are listening to Mixed Tag, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the world.
1: Hello, every... Oh, wait, wait. That's not me. What's up, Tag Gang? It is your man, the wrestling encyclopedia himself, and the three-time indian leg wrestling champion keith white back again back this time from paternity leave and i don't have jared i don't have Taney. they basically said we're done he's coming back we're out but i do have the floridian villain himself cam manning is in the studio cam how are we doing today
0: I am doing uh, incredible congratulations on your paternity leave. Uh, and I'm sorry that you got the the Food Lion brand uh, when you were expecting Amazon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted my two-day free shipping.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it's like I just really wanted something high quality and then and then this, you know, I ordered Amazon and then Wish showed up at the doorstep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first thing we should do is uh, say that we're hoping for some congratulations for today. Was yes. a big opportunity, but also we have to mention that uh, that Jared's dog, Susie, we almost lost her uh, last night, which is why he's not here today. He almost had a really unfortunate decision to make, but Susie kicked out, and she's totally okay from the sur- big time surgery, major major surgery, emergency situation um, where they did a lot of things to her, wow. and uh, but she kicked out two count. There you she's, go. Uh, she's tougher than a two dollar steak. There you uh, go. Two but, and
0: three quarters got that. <laughs> that's right. Got she got the paw up. One yeah, paw. <laughs> everybody started chanting USA, the arm <laughs> drop twice, and all of a sudden it's uh, yes. feeding uh, for the comeback. <laughs> absolutely.
1: So but we're happy about that. But Cam, it's gonna be a fantastic day. It is. Uh, it's gonna be a fantastic episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I do have to start off real quick oh, no. by uh, saying that when you were on uh the other week, I heard two things that you said. Uh, One of them, you disparaged the good name of Indian leg wrestling, Uh, a proud, honorable tradition. And number two, uh, you said
0: this. I'm the cleaner Kenny Omega. I led the best uh, faction that has ever graced wrestling Kenny Omega.
1: Now, Cam, this is something we're going to have to talk about, okay? Uh, Not today. But this is gonna to need to be a debate situation. Uh, the greatest faction of all time, um, the Bullet Club? Okay, okay, uh, I'll listen to you now, okay? But I just want you to know for today and in the future, you need to understand that you are the hot pocket of hot takes, all right? On the surface, looks attractive and satisfying. But the end result involves disappointment, shame, and regret. That's what you need to know about your hot takes. (laughs)
0: That's so good. Oh, man, I'm so mad you had a chance to write that or Google it because I don't think you came up with it by yourself.
1: Oh, that's all me, baby.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm – listen, here's the deal. Here's the thing uh it's 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 gonna be ugly when you and i go at it for that particular uh topic and uh again i will be two and oh against mixed tag when that's done
1: we shall see we shall see
0: (laughs) that's so good that you wrote that though that's awesome the hot pocket of hot takes
1: i'll be honest i came up with that i sent to jared and he was like do it do Do
0: it it. absolutely you're gonna send it to me and i'd be like do it yeah do it that's your next t-shirt right there the hot pocket of hot takes we
1: might have to do that. Um, so good. The show is already off the rails. I knew it was going to be before we started. It felt like that situation where there's going to be that fight after school at 3 p.m. And that's all you think about. Yeah. That's pretty much what today was going to be. But in the spirit of the co-hosts who kind of keep things together, mm-hmm. let's go ahead with our opening contest. All right, Cam. It's mm-hmm. your favorite. We're going to be talking about all things AEW. I love it. It's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> That's right. So the first thing I have to do is talk about the weekend. Mm-hmm. We had all out. Yes. And uh, it was a very quality pay-per-view that went on. And you know how we do. We're mm-hmm. going to give you the description, and then we're going to talk about the things that we, uh, that we liked, the things that we loved, and the things that we could have done without. So let's go ahead real quick and start things off. Uh, Big Swole defeated Dr. Britt Baker by a stoppage. The Young Bucks defeated Jurassic Express with a pinfall. Lance Archer won the Battle Royal. Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara by a 10 count. Hikaru Shida defeated Thunder Rosa with pinfall to retain the title. Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares defeated the Dark Order with a pin. FTR defeated Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Uh, from a pin to win the tag titles, Orange Cassidy defeated Chris Jericho with that mimosa bath, and then last but not least, John Moxley defeated MJF with a pin to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm. So, Cam, yep. with this being said, mm-hmm. what's something that you liked? What's something that you loved? And what's something that you could have done without?
0: Well, I could have done without the m- mimosa match the mimosa bath what was it called again uh yeah the mimosa mimosa bath
1: i don't know if it was the bath match or bath. Bath, bath house you know
0: so yeah okay so a couple a couple things one thing that i really like um i i like that aew showed um it, it showed like they were listening when you bring in somebody like thunder rosa right you needed somebody to be a quality defense for a pay-per-view right? One of the things that AEW wants to pride itself on is that there's there's every match is going to have that quality. It's going to mean something. There's going to be something involved with it, right? So you're looking at Hikaru uh, Shida, who is incredible, right? A, a little bit of a depleted roster right now on the women's side. So what can we do to kind of spice things up? You know, you could go Shida Nyla Rose again. You could because they're both healthy. Uh, do you want to do that? They ultimately decided no. And then they thought, all right, well, let's look towards unsigned talent. And figure out who we can bring in, and bringing in a champion in her own right, and a current belt, a current title holder, uh, in Thunder Rosa, who was one half of one of my favorite tag teams, Twisted Sisters, which is an incredible tag team. If you never saw them, please go see them. Uh, I thought that was awesome. That was my high uh, for sure because that is always uh, kind of the black eye of AEW recently has been their women's division that's not me piling on, you know, everybody just kind of knows, right? Like if you have a weak link, you have a weak link and everybody's going to see it. It's fine. Uh, But they showed attention to detail there for me, which I really, really enjoyed.
1: Yeah. And uh, you, you also will get no argument from us. We've always said it, um, you know, the women's division is something that's lacking. Um, Um, Something that I liked with the pay-per-view, I liked that Thunder Rosa had the chance, uh, the shot. And she also, I liked that she stepped up, which I think, Every single one of us knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't. You knew they weren't going to give her the belt. I mean, unless they were going to go for the supreme WCW style shock factor. I mean,
0: um, that would have been incredible if they did that. I would have loved it, um,
1: but I just kind of I had a feeling they weren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved um, I loved that MJF had his title match. I was bummed, very bummed that they couldn't. Um, they couldn't give it to him yet but i know it's only a matter of time i'm the kind of guy i like when the heel uh i like a heel champion i like Mm. i like the babyface chasing the heel or or i know we talk about shades of gray right but i like the i like the the sort of bad guy the more bad guy Mm. uh, versus the lesser of two evils i guess um i I like that chase um so i i want to see him as a champion uh Mm. What I didn't love, I'm gonna let you talk about later, uh, with obviously with Matt Hardy. But here's what I didn't love, or you know could have done without. I, I feel bad, but I don't care about the dark order. <laughs> I still don't. I know that they've gotten over more than they had when they first started, but they just don't appeal to me. and mm-hmm. so that that match to me was not very interesting. I didn't necessarily care. And you have, you know, guys like Scorpio Sky in that match, and you wanted to see uh Matt Court Card- Cardona you know in a match and I just I just didn't care. So that's 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 me. That's where I was with that. So that was all out overall a very successful show not without its critiques of course. Um and I think that's this weekend was funny because people were criticizing AEW more for the first time than probably ever. Mm-hmm. Um which I found very interesting but they were also it was weird to have WWE and AEW criticized all in one weekend, Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was very weird. I'm glad it happened, though. I think it needed to. I think Mm -hmm. there was merit on both sides.
1: Yeah. So next up, we're going to go ahead and go into AEW Dynamite. And Cam, you're going to kick us off with that.
0: Yes, I am. Okay, so AEW Dynamite, we had uh, Joey Janela and... Uh, Sunny Kiss versus Chris. Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. We had the Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. Uh, Jurassic Express beats Lucha Brothers. Uh, a shock, maybe? Uh, we didn't see it coming.
1: It's fun, it's funny, man, because like they ha- but AEW hasn't done much with the Lucha Bros since they've been in, and that's kind of a shame. Um, th- that's where, where Jared kind of like skipped over a few things when he was trying to defend the tag situation for AEW. I mean, you know, where WWE, you know, has tag teams sort of and they have stars, AEW has brought guys in who have been well traveled. You mm-hmm. know, and I and I don't mean to make this comparison, but hear me out, okay? In the 90s you had the Road Warriors and the Steiners who were well traveled. They won titles all over different places. Sure. So I'm making that comparison not in, you know, talent and impact and all that stuff that you want want to talk about, but I'm just saying AEW is bringing in the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros and FTR and um, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. I mean, these tag teams that have traveled around and done things. Mm So I just don't, I don't understand though, why they're going to most likely break up the Lucha Bros. Uh, Right? (laughs) It
0: makes makes no, I, I, here's a, I don't want to say anything. It, I'll say it makes no sense to me. I don't want to go any further than that because then it could get like angry, and I don't want to be angry today. It's a happy no, day.
1: It is. It is a happy day. And we're and for for listeners, uh, two things I forgot to tell you earlier. Who knows how the audio is going to be? Uh, my stuff didn't work. I got a blown circuit, um, but we're still having a good time. So in case you in case you're like Keith, what the heck's wrong? Well, that's what the heck's wrong. But also, just always take what we say with a grain of salt. If you think we're being crabby we're not. We're very positive. We just uh enjoy, you know, busting chops on the whole industry. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. And well, uh, they shouldn't be. That's right. Yeah. So what what um the rest of this night, right? Yeah. Because we're gonna we're gonna go off a tangent if we're not careful. So what else happened?
0: Uh so Hardy Hardy addressed the crowd and addressed what happened at all out. Uh good moment there for him. Uh, Cassidy defeated, uh, on Helico mm-hmm. really like, I've, I love Angelico. He's awesome. Uh, Miro shows up the man beast, possibly the worst nickname to give yourself in all of wrestling.
1: What wasn't it? Wasn't it the man beast? That's Rhino. Uh, isn't, wasn't it? They
0: called him the best man, right? Yeah. No, his, it's the, the best man. Oh no, 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 no. Kip Saban introduced the best man for his wedding, which was right. Miro. But Miro is calling himself like the man beast or the beast man. It's stupid either way. So it doesn't really
1: matter. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's gimmick infringement off Rhino, but it was, it was funny to see on the screen where it said the best man. Yeah. And, and it's like, it, are, are you going to have that your whole career in AEW? <laughs> yeah. like, the best man. The <laughs> best man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you going to put him in Kip Sab- Kip's shadow for the rest of his AEW career? Uh, they won't do that. No, I love, uh, I love the Miro's in AEW. I think it's a great fit. Uh, so it's not that I hate him or anything. I just think the nickname is stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Jericho and Hager defeat Kiss and Janella. Yeah. And, uh, Jericho and
1: Hager are saying they're going after those tag titles. So that's, that's a new situation.
0: It is. It's very interesting that here's the deal. There is a double-edged sword a w has to keep jericho in some sort of title hunt which mm-hmm. is the positive and the negative is jericho has to be in some sort of title hunt at all times so same sentence positive and negative moving along john moxley and ftr go crazy on the microphone they have some things to get off their chest very well done good segment mm-hmm. uh three guys that you always want to give a loaded microphone to and just let them go all for that love them fantastic a, uh, a debut, Tay Conti shows up against Nyla Rose. Uh, loved the Tay Conti signing. Thinks she's good. I think the more reps she gets, the better she's going to get. And walking into a depleted women's roster, she's probably the fourth best female wrestler right now on the roster that's healthy. If we're just looking at the ones that are healthy, she's probably third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So love that. Nyla Rose gets the win over Conti. Interesting. That you wouldn't just feed Conti to somebody that shows up on, you know, like AEW Dark or something like that. You know, feed her there, give her a 45 second, tap somebody out, knock them out. Kind of, you know, give her a nice entrance instead of feeding her to Nyla.
1: Shades of WWE booking right there where you bring somebody in and then squash them.
0: You know, you're not wrong. Uh, I think we both can agree that we did not like that.
1: No, did not. Although I... Oh, i I love i love um now i'm now i'm gonna mess up her name because i love her um help me out here she's she's great um Sheeta? nyla nyla rose nyla rose yep i was gonna say thunder rose i'm like wrong person no we no. we we love nyla rose and yeah. we think she's fantastic and yeah. so she should win um other matches but they shouldn't feed her to the brand new signing i don't yeah
0: yeah, and it what—that's not me saying that Conti should have beaten Rose. My argument is Conti and Rose should not have been the first match for Conti's AEW career. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then last of the night, we have Brody Lee defeating Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, that was a thing. It. How do you? Where, come on, you got something, but there's something behind those words. Let me add it. Let me I, hear it. I
1: don't. I don't think that Brody Lee is the right guy to be the exalted one. I don't see anything that they're exalting him for, and but I love the fact that he squashed Cody because it was so out of left field. Yeah, um, and of course, like you know, the brother of Cody is going to try and pick up and defend the honor. And but at the same time, we knew the outcome. Like sometimes it's too predictable. Um, but I just I don't know. I I don't think that Brody Lee is is right for the the Dark Order necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want him to be. You know, the guy from the swamp who follows some cult leader, but I don't know. I just, I could just see him doing something else. You know, I don't know.
0: Where, if, if you had to make a a leader, an exalted one, do you have one in mind? You just don't think it's Brody or it's too early to call right now.
1: So for me, if I was going to do that with the roster, they have, uh, there's a young man who's not so young anymore by the name of Christopher Daniels who used to be the fallen angel and has already done the cult leader gimmick, but he's not done it on a national stage. So it'd be fresh for the, uh, the young demo that AEW has. And, but at the same time, he, it's old hat for him. So he could probably sleepwalk through it and do a great job.
0: Yeah. Cause at that point you could make the leader, the person that doesn't necessarily pick every fight, but he would be a good, uh, let's call him delegator mm-hmm. instead of cult leader he would delegate well instead of having to be the one that takes all the fights.
1: Right. So I, just, I, I, I would pick him. Um, that also serves the purpose of making Scorpio sky, the single star that they keep talking about.
0: Yeah. Cause here's the thing as a leader, would you rather have a shorter guy leading an army of bigger dudes or a big guy leaving, leading an army or a cult of smaller dudes?
1: I think the, I think the shorter guy leading the army of bigger dudes, because it, it you know there's that i don't want to i don't want to say napoleon complex but you know what i mean um but it is though yeah but it's but at that point it 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 gives the impression of this person is a mastermind like this person is is the evil genius because he's a he's smaller in stature but he controls this group you know mm. because otherwise it's like grew and the minions so <laughs>
0: sorry that is such a great comp and i love that uh no i think you're right and it's not necessarily it's part napoleon complex but also if a smaller guy is controlling that many big guys there's a there's a certain power that that shows visibly Mm -hmm. if that guy like okay again with with bray and and you know his three guys bray was the smallest one so it it showed better with Brody being head and shoulders bigger than anybody in the order. It, it looks weird. There's a power there, but it's almost like a power that would turn people off, not interest them based on just physical look. Right. And,
1: and that's where they're at right now, but they really can't turn back. You know, that's, that's what they've done and yeah. they're going to have to do something different. Um, I like Colt Cabana having to do something different, but at the same time, where's going to the payoff? I don't know where the payoff's going to be. So I just, overall, I feel like that might be the sloppiest move that they've done in terms of their their booking. Um, but, we, you know, I, I trust them. I, I think AEW is great so far in their first year. So uh, I trust it. But that was AEW. That was the week. That was our opening contest. Cam, it's time for a new segment that we're going to do with you. And I think this one's fun. We're going to do three things here, and we're going to call this Buy or Sell. Yeah. I'm going I'm to give you... Three different situations here, and you have to tell me if you're going to buy or sell. And let me know why. First things first, the ECWA Super 8. It is one of the most prestigious tournaments in North America. It has given us competitors as young people uh, like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Low-Key, Brian Danielson, and many more, including uh, Richard Holiday. Um, but yeah, they've had this amazing track record of breaking stars with this tournament. Uh, they're happen to be based for the most part out of Delaware. Shout mm-hmm. out to the first state. But check this out. This year they're going to be broadcast, it's going to be on IWTV, you know, but it's also going to be available on VHS. Cam, buy or sell.
0: Uh which part? Um, I <laughs> I sell that it's going to be available on VHS. Uh, That's an easy sell. I buy the tournament because it has produced incredible people. And of the ones that it hasn't produced all the way, it has uh, has given name recognition to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I am absolutely buying the tournament. I'm buying the fact that it's going to be on IWTV. I have no idea who thought putting it on VHS would be a good decision. Hey, man.
1: Uh, retro
0: it feels good how many homes right now do you think have a vhs connected to their tv seven i think seven is probably the right answer it's very close
1: <laughs> just throw out a
0: number yeah. uh, all right. it's than it isn't that's for sure
1: all right cam buy or sell mlw major league wrestling is going to wednesdays
0: i buy so i really like mlw making this move Uh, it will be interesting here. I I like it because they are saying that they want to come and play with that level, right? They want to come and play with NXT and AEW. I think they can the backing that they have, the guys in the front office that they have and the talent that is on their roster. I think they could do something really interesting on Wednesday nights. And I like it because we're going to get that feeling of, Okay, there's a competition here. And who knows which one flails first out of that Wednesday nights, but I'm buying MLW to Wednesday.
1: They've been impressive in the uh the two or so
0: years they've been back. Um, so I was there the first their inaugural bat their inaugural match back. Uh I was I was there for that. Uh when it was ricochet versus uh Swerve. Yeah, the, yeah, Swerve
1: yeah. Franklin,
0: yeah. Dude. That that whole card up and down was a raucous of night.
1: I love MLW. I love Fusion. I love the theme song. Like that theme song gets me hype. And then like the you know the video package when you when you start watching and they, they tell you it's going to be a you know a hybrid show. Like I just get so pumped up for that. So yeah. kudos to MLW for and and they've they've been saying BN Sports has said that they're they're the maybe the highest rated program on that channel. So you know it's a it's a move. It's a bold move. Yeah, um, they could have done Tuesday, they could have done Thursday, but they chose Wednesday. So we'll see what happens.
0: I, I like the I like the competitive fire. They need to separate from TNA, who's pulling point ones right now, and they need to go fight with those dudes that are pulling 0.8s and 0.9s. Yeah. it has to happen. No uh
1: yeah. no shame in that game. Here right. we go with the next one. This is the last buy or sell. Okay. Bronson Recksteiner, son of Rick Steiner, he uh is a fullback. He was an undrafted free agent, and he just got released by the Baltimore Ravens um, this summer. Now, I'm bummed out because I'm a Ravens fan, but Bronson Steiner, going to pro wrestling instead of trying to do his fro- uh, football career still, buy or sell?
0: I buy that he will follow in dad's footsteps, and also might I say that Bronson Steiner is an incredible wrestling name. Uh, So I think that he will probably try and float some workouts and some resumes around because he's a fullback. Unfortunately, he is a dying breed in the NFL. Not everybody is looking for a true to form fullback. A lot of people are taking their H3s on the depth chart and turning him into a faux hybrid fullback or like a tight end three in a fullback position to get another pass catcher out on the field. Weird football thing that just came up, but, anyways, uh, I, I buy him going to wrestling and I buy him being Bronson Steiner.
1: I that's my thoughts too. Um, uh, but I will say, just for, for giggles, everybody out there, go look up his highlight reel mm-hmm. from his college, Kennesaw State. Man, I like I know why he was at least invited to camp because the dude has skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he is fast for a running back and he's like two. think he's like almost like 280 I mean, he's gigantic he even does the big pump of pop like you know the the flex move i mean it's he's a natural all right so next up moving on Mm -hmm. nick aldis versus mike bennett got the 10 pounds of gold uh documentary treatment which i love when they they you know they build up to a big match all right so mike bennett is the next challenger for the 10 pounds of gold the NWA world's heavyweight championship. Uh, What do we, what do we expect from the title match and the United wrestling network inaugural show?
0: I I'm, I'm very high on the United wrestling network and what they've, what NWA has kind of been able to, to uh, become with that, what they've been able to buy into and some of the reach that they're starting to get. Uh, I think that's awesome. I think that, you're going to see a lot of people that are going to be going to their own network or something, right? Everybody is fighting for airtime and you're either going to go get on a national network. If you have a lot of money, or if you're not, you're going to find a way on television in front of people's eyes. Right? So this United wrestling network, I think is awesome. I, I don't know if you could have a better competitor for all right now than Mike Bennett, especially if they're getting the 10 pounds of gold treatment, for some reason, I just look at this and I think that this would be, this is going to be an incredible match. I love Nick Aldis; he's so underrated in the world of wrestling, incredibly underrated. And I don't even know if that's he's underrated. I think it's that people forget about him, right? You forget about the person that is in the company that people don't ever remember you know what i mean so it's not necessarily a shot at him it's just people forget about him
1: well i'll tell, uh, I'll tell you what real quick there's been nobody busier than him during yeah. the coronavirus to make sure that that he and the brand are not forgotten he yeah. made the rounds
0: that he has he absolutely has i think he's awesome i think he's a stand-up dude uh haven't heard anybody really say anything bad about him uh i think mike bennett huh
1: except for uh except for bruce pritchard
0: Well, yeah, but we don't really... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Pritchard did, but whatever. Who cares about that? Uh, I think he's awesome. I love what Mike Bennett does. Um, Again, a great story, a great backstory. Uh, I just think these two are absolutely going to tear the house down. I love it.
1: They crushed it. And shout out to... um, This is the NWA podcast. I was not expecting when I watched that 10 pounds of gold to see them in the beginning and then see them featured throughout the whole thing. Yeah, Um, And they've... They've been crushing it lately. They like all this keeps coming on their show. I I don't know if he's like, hey, you guys, I want to talk tonight, but basically, you know, he says things and they get him on, and uh, they had Mike Bennett on as well. I mean, this is a this is a big prize fight feel, and I'm all for it.
0: Absolutely. Me too. I think this could headline any card.
1: Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, tag gang, this is about ready to get interesting. Everybody hold on to your butts because. We're about ready to have something that's new. This is going to be unfiltered, untamed, unnecessary. Very. <laughs> this is a new segment that we call Cam's Corner.
0: Thank you very much. I uh, love the introduction. Nothing you said was wrong. It was all one hundred percent factual. This is completely unnecessary. Uh. So two things that I want to touch on, so the class can go ahead and gather around. We're going to have story time. Uh, One, uh, all wrestling insiders suck. So we're going to start there, right? That's where we're starting, okay? Uh, Insiders for sports in general are a good thing. It seems to have completely missed the boat when it comes to wrestling, Uh, starting with Uncle Dave, and we're gonna work our way all the way down. All of you, you all suck. You're all not good at your job. The ones who think they're good or the ones that are trying to become insiders are only saying things because they want clout or they wanna be the first to the table. And that's generally how being an insider works. You say something that is so ridiculous that you're first to the table. So on the off chance, for some reason, It starts to make sense. You can say you were there. I give you Skip Bayless, right? Other morons like that. He's not an insider, but he is an idiot. So this is where insiders have gone wrong with wrestling. Okay, let's go back a week. This this thing breaks that Vince McMahon has said, WWE wrestlers and talent are no longer allowed to do anything with third parties ever in their life forever. That was basically what broke by a couple of insiders. Those people, cannot stress this enough, morons. So it breaks. Somebody reports from the owner's meeting or whatever that Vince McMahon said that nobody's ever allowed to make money with third parties. And so somebody just writes that. And they're like, well, I mean, Vince said it. So like, here it is. I'm first. I reported it. Ha, 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 ha. No, you didn't. You reported what you thought was right. You did not report the facts. Here's what happened. Now that, I don't know, we waited a week or two for more information to come out, which is another thing insiders don't like doing. They don't like waiting. So if you're friends with people who like post on sports blogs, the thing that they just heard that moment and they don't like waiting or fact checking, they're not going to be helpful for you in your life. You should find new friends. I also do counseling, friend, marriage, therapy. I do all of it. It's really great. Cam's Corner expands on everything. Uh, What he said was, you can't use your likeness outside of WWE to gain money in which we don't get a cut of. Now, that may sound to some people like a jerk thing to say. To other people, That's business, right, Keith? That's how you run business. That is how capitalism works in the world of uh, economy and business, right? If I created a sales system that was awesome and I brought Keith on and Keith signed a contract to sell my sales system to companies and then Keith took my sales system and went to other places to brand himself as the sales system to third parties without coming through me first, that's fraud. <laughs> that's illegal. That's jail time. You cannot legally do that. And when you go to WWE and you sign a contract, when they change your name and they say, "Here's this new contract," why do you think? Why do you think Karrion Cross doesn't have the same name that he had six weeks ago? Right. He doesn't have it because when he comes in, WWE goes, okay, here's your new name. Sign this contract stating that your likeness can be used to make money. It just has to go through us first because we own it. People don't listen. You have to listen and then you have to do research. You can't just trust insiders. They all suck. (sighs) All right. That's point number one. Okay. Okay. All Vince said was you can't make money using our likeness without us knowing about it. He didn't say anything wrong. He didn't kill anybody's dog. Shut up. Point number two. AEW fans, come here. Gather around. Oh, no. We got to talk. Oh, boy. All right. Here's the thing. I'm really excited about AEW. I love it what AEW is going to be. It's a very different phrase than what a lot of AEW fans use. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the thing. Okay. You're, you are doing what USF UCF did two years ago when they like hung a national championship banner because they were the only team in the country that went undefeated. Okay. You can't do that. That's not legal. Okay, hold on, hold on, I'm getting somewhere. Hold on. I see Keith losing his mind. And I'm sure the, the Twitter boards are just a right now. Okay, you are competing right now with NXT, which is the developmental brand of WWE. Now, you can argue, some have, some will. I'm not going to defend the argument that NXT might be the best brand that WWE has going right now, right? A lot of people make that argument. I am not going to tell you that that argument is wrong. I won't do it. Here's what I want you to know. You are weakly beating, barely, a show that WWE created because they wanted to compete with themselves and there was nobody else on the block to pitch to them, so they had to throw the ball up in the air and swing the bat and then run down and get the ball, and then run back and turn around and throw the ball up and hit it with a bat. You're beating that. You're not beating WWE. You're not as good as WWE's main roster. Sorry. But also, here's the thing. From what you have done for 12 months is incredible. It probably hasn't been done in the history of wrestling what they have been able to accomplish in a 12-month span, right? I am willing to acknowledge that that level of growth, where they started everything that they were able to start with the money, the facilities, the roster, the contract for television, all of that, that has that foundation in 12 months has not been laid in the history of wrestling the way AEW has laid it. And it is incredible and it is awesome. And I love it. And I love what they're trying to be, I love where they're going, and I love where they're going to be 20 years from now. They're not playing this short game. They're not going to be like, well, we're going to run for 24 months, be a thousand people, viewers better than NXT, and then leave. They're in it for the long haul and they should be. And I love that. They are going to compete with WWE for the foreseeable future until one of them ceases to exist. But right now, you're beating. Barely. The competition that WWE created for themselves because there was nobody else on the block, so you're beating them who's beating not beating themselves, like, you know, twice removed aunt's middle cousin, right? Like that's where we are right now. So like you're doing great, and 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 I love where we're headed, but you don't have a true superstar, and you have one tag team, and you have no women's division. Give yourselves time. It's 12 months. Nothing has ever been built. Nothing has ever been accomplished massively in this world in, in less than a year from where they are, right? Most companies die in that first 12 months. You have existed. That should be win number one. You should define where aid, and again, this is where we come back to having to pay attention and having to be, uh, uh, you just have to be able to relax and be calm. You should judge AEW after, wait for it, year four. You are judging AEW after month 11. And that is where a lot of the argument and the pushback and the meanness is coming from. And why you guys are like so feisty and ready to hop into the ring and like fight with WWE fans. Stop. Like it, this, this is not an 11 month game. This is a 50 year game. Don't judge them in month 11, judge them in year four, let them do what they're able to do. How's
1: it? Ladies and gentlemen, for better or for worse, that was Cam's corner. And uh, Cam, Yes. All I'm going to say cuz I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. And freak out, man. Uh I'm just going to say that you and I are going to have the opportunity to have a second debate because you're basically saying that the NXT roster uh depth-wise is better than AEW's. You said not
0: even it's not even close. Okay.
1: So we're gonna have that debate too.
0: Yes, please. and
1: and, uh, and that's gonna be fun.
0: That is, I'm actually really looking forward to that because it's a it's a fun matchup. Like yes. I say, it, I say it being a jerk, but it it is gonna be a fun matchup.
1: Um, so we'll have that discussion. Sure. Uh, I understand what you're saying, uh, but at the same time, NXT when it started was not NXT that it is now. Uh, right. That was pretty much like. You know the real world world rules challenge of wrestling competitions yes yeah. yeah. um wwe has remember when they brought back tough enough right yeah. they're, they're they're putting out and, and nxt if we're being honest i think we can all agree nxt was awful for a, a long while because of the the bad you know the the stunts and the gimmicks and the mm-hmm. contests i mean they wasted they wasted a year of daniel bryan's wrestling career among, right. among other people um, yeah. so it's a different if it's it's a different scenario now. Um mm-hmm. but it's going to be interesting to see what they do, what NXT does, uh AW staying on Wednesdays, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You're, you're correct, that they are in this for the long haul. So we, we shall see. Uh, yeah. I will I will give you the point though that there are a lot of AEW fans out there, especially on the old internet where you get to be a keyboard warrior, uh, yeah. that get their panties in a bunch all the time. Um we should be looking at wrestling objectively. We should be able to say, I liked this. I didn't like this. Here's why. Yeah. And, and, and just be able to have that, you know, have that yeah. have that discussion and just be able to talk. I, I, I see all the time on these chats and like Facebook groups or, you know, like um, the NWA official Facebook group is the Savage Land because somebody will say, you know, I really liked, uh, you know, Sid Vicious's is run in 91 or something like that. And somebody will just be like, you're the worst person alive. I'm like, what did that guy do?
0: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. And I think one more thing, again, I, I, I came across super harsh when I said what I said about AEW. It was, it was really – it wasn't really clickbaity, but it was to get a lot of people's attention. You're when a lot of people are arguing about AEW right now, it's because they aren't in, they don't understand that it's a long game, right? And the next thing that these AEW fans, which a lot of them are WWE converts, which is fine, so they're going to get it. One thing that they're going to start realizing the more people they add to the roster is you are now in the land of not everybody can get a push. And the, and now that's when the the pain and the arguments and the suffering of being a wrestling fan or hooking your wagon to one. What, here's it? All right. Here's another one. Why do people hook their wagon to one promotion that is not ever going to pay them or acknowledge them? I've never understood that. Like I have fa- I'm a fan of teams, but I also like the sport as a whole. I'm not going to, like, I'm, I'm everything Houston. I was born in Houston. Any professional sport, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Houston team if they have one. But I'm not going to be like, well, the NBA is stupid except for the Rockets. The Rockets are the only ones that matter. And it's like, no, like, I want to watch the Bucks or the Suns because they're good and I like them and I like basketball. I don't understand why people hitch their wagon to something that won't care about you mm-hmm. or that won't pay you. I, or the, you know what I mean, like I, I and I get having loyalty, but it's like you can't have loyalty and then disregard the rest of that sport that you're cheering for.
1: I think part of that is because when AEW came out, they came out with the perception that they were going to be the promotion that that truly cared about the fan, listened to the fan, and and were here for the fans. Um, yeah. And I will I will give them that to a point, sure. but, but at the same time, being in the in the business that we're in, um, we have reached out to try and build a relationship with them. And we can't even get a courtesy email back half the time. Yeah. Um, and it's like, Hey, if you guys want to build this, you know, this brand and, and really be of the fans, put the money where the mouth is. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost like they got, This going to sound stupid, but it's like hipster. Like they got too corporate, man, like too corporate too soon, man. You know? Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, But Cam, you and I could do this literally all day and have a three-hour Joe Rogan-style podcast that would be a little too much for the average listener. So go ahead and table this. It is now time for our last segment, which is the Wrestler of the Week. do this every week now, and you have the honors, sir, as co-host. Tell us who your Wrestler of the Week was.
0: Uh I am going to go with, and this is just gonna make me look even worse in the eyes of your people. Uh I'm gonna go with uh the single, the singular Uso, which I think this was really, this is really, I don't think a lot of people were expecting this when it when it came out and when, you know, when the match was made or whatever. But a singular Uso versus uh a Roman Reigns, the fact that he's kind of getting in that light and you know, you play the family card, the family ties, and all that kind of stuff, and it does a lot for what they're what they want to do with Roman, who Roman's become, being with Paul and all that stuff. And I think it just works. And I also like the choice in in the the singular USO.
1: It's really interesting to me because you get a tag team like that who's been around forever, right? And they're just and they're strictly known as the USOs.
0: But mm-hmm. so you
1: never think that any either one of them could do any well as a solo wrestler. But, it's yeah. funny, you know, talking about the, uh, the Road Warriors earlier, um, they were known as a tag team and, and they always will be. But everyone forgets that Road Warrior Hawk used to routinely have title matches against Ric Flair yeah. for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So, you know, you have some of those guys who get slept on. So mm-hmm. very nice pick. So yeah. my wrestler of the week is going to be somebody who didn't even wrestle, but it's going to be Miro. And here's why. Yeah. here's why i'm doing this number one because he got back on tv but i'm number two going to defend him because i got so tired of seeing uh you know the wwe universe just destroy him for going to another company like he's supposed to just sit at home and starve and let me let me name off four four people for you okay jean paul levesque cactus jack Um, We're going to also – let's go ahead and do Chris Jericho, all right? And let's throw in, I don't know, Stunning Steve Austin. These are four people who either got released or left WCW and ended up in WWE. Mm -hmm. And would you do the same to them? Would you you destroy them? Keep in mind, we don't know what AEW is going to do with Miro. We have no idea. But there were also there were no big plans for Cactus Jack. They had to fight for him with Vince. Mm-hmm. Uh, stunning Steve Austin came in as the ring master, and he was only supposed to be at best Intercontinental Champion. He was known as as a good hand. He was coming in to help, you know, boost the profile of other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Jean Paul Avesque was a long road to Triple H, um, you know, and Chris Jericho is the only only one of those guys who actually had a debut that was supposed to be immediate impact. Mm -hmm. so just let these people let let AEW grab any WWE star they want to it's not like those guys got released and every single one of them ended up right in AEW they're picking and choosing and they're still new like they're going to have to they're going to have to have some guys who have name recognition and they also they're also picking talented people so Mm -hmm. you know and and Matt Cardona isn't even signed what to five matches I think yeah they're not So get get off of uh, get off of Miro for doing what he's supposed to do, which is when you get released from your job, you're supposed to take your butt and go find another job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that's that's trash talking him is is a moron. And uh, and you're stupid.
1: (laughs) We said we were going to be positive today, but at some points we also have to stick up, stick up for the industry. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm positive they're stupid.
1: (laughs) Well, listen, we hope that you enjoyed this show uh, it's is definitely we. This was a different one because we didn't have. We had somewhat of a similar format, but you know, Cam and I are the type of guys that we could literally just put a mic in front of us. Thank God we don't have beers or tequila because that would, that'd be even even different, uh, even worse. Uh, yep. We want to thank you all as always. I'm happy to be back uh, next week. I'll probably tell everyone to be quiet because the baby's sleeping. But um it's been fantastic. We wish Jared and Tine all the best this week, and we can't wait to see them next week uh for myself the wrestling encyclopedia and a three-time indian leg wrestling champion and our favorite guest co-host the floridian villain himself cam manning this has been an episode of mixed tag we're out